Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your pals. It's your buddies, Steve Spears. And B-Rad. And don't worry, Rick Springfield. We're not talking to strangers today. We're catching up with our old friend, Dane Butcher, the cruise director for The 80s Cruise. I am the monarch of the sea. Plus, we have full seggies this week and a trivia, like a little mini trivia contest for you. A moose-bouche. Just a little nip. Just a little nip. For those who want to experience what the devious nature of Brad and Spearsy are like when we host our trivia sessions. Uh, so stay tuned for that in the second half of the show. First, we should say we're always happy to proclaim that Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. Too hip, maybe? Yeah, I'm too hip. So the 80s cruise is like eight months away. But it's already more than eighty percent sold out, Brad. Man, that's crazy. I, I think that the the um, Springfield fans are bringing it this year. Yeah. So if we haven't told you lately, the twenty eighteen eighties cruise is being hosted by Rick Springfield. Now he's performing too. I assume that means he's going to be working the omelet station, right? Yes. Yes. Rick, I was a little soggy yesterday, and I specifically said no cheddar cheese, only jack cheese. Oh yeah, you want to throw it down, bad boy? Huh? You think you can take this? You know what? He's the kind of guy that if we like joked about that, he would man the omelet station and do that yeah, for you. Yeah, he probably would. He's like the nicest guy in the world. I've I've talked to him like two or three times over the years. And I mean, he's going to be amazing at this. I mean, he is just so at ease with fans. He's funny. He's self-deprecating. Well, she didn't say that you're cute as a button. I was afraid that you would take that as you look great naked. Oh, well, then she's right. I am cute as a button. He knows who he is. He knows what he's doing. And he's he's not ashamed of it. He's ready to keep doing that. And he's, yeah. he's happy people are coming to him to talk to him about it. Yeah. So his fan club, I'm sure, will bring a lot of uh, fresh faces to the, the cruise this year. Yeah. Um, some of the other artists that are performing are... Lover Boy, love them. Billy Ocean, never seen him, never thought I would. So how cool is that? Yeah. Rick Springfield, of course. Seen him three times. I could see him 300 more times. That'd be fine by me. Uh, Lou Graham, a foreigner. Nice. And he'll be performing all the foreigner hits, and then he will he has a couple of his hits that he'll play too. I, that's that's going to be a hell of a show. Mike and the Mechanics, who never, ever tour the U.S., all I need is a miracle boat. to catch the show by Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah. Berlin, who were like the darlings oh, of the 2017. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, Terry Nunn is in Russia right now? No, I did not. I guess her daughter, her daughter's um, birth sister and grandparents live in Russia, so they were Ooh, she flew oh, over cool. there to um, to meet them, so that's pretty cool. Nice. I saw it's oh. all on uh, Facebook. Cool. I'll have to check that out. 
So who else is performing? Uh, we got the Tubes. Nice. Katrina of Katrina and the Waves. Which we've seen Tom- perform. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She's really good. She is really good. Really entertaining. Hopefully we'll get her on the show in the not-too-distant future. I hear she's doing press. Tommy Two-Tone, who I don't know if he's doing press, but uh, I know his phone number. And Thomas Dolby, who I'm so excited to see. Thomas Dolby. That, to me, is the one can't-miss show. Well, Loverboy, too. I mean, Loverboy, Lou Graham, Thomas Dolby. Yeah, who do you uh, think will be the surprise set? The, the, oh, wow, they were so much better than I thought they would be. Um... I, well, I know Thomas Dolby's great live. I've seen him, but it's just a matter how, how what other people think. I think I think he might still be the surprise. Um, Katrina might be. I think people forget she had some other great hits. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, um, that's the fun of it, right? So, and with Rick Springfield, the MTV VJs are coming back. So Alan, Nina, and Mark will be there. And uh, the ship is the Celebrity Summit. It leaves March seventeenth. Returns the twenty fourth out of Fort Lauderdale. The ports this year include Nassau, St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is amazing. It's worth going just for that. Uh, Tortula. And there's a private island in the Bahamas called Coco Cay. You were there last time, right? Well, yeah. You stayed on the boat, but we got <laughs> off the boat and had a really nice time. We had a cabana, and it was it was really relaxing. It was a nice kind of closeout to the cruise because it was the last uh, – I guess that was the last day. It's the last, and it will be this time again. Yeah. What's kind of weird this time is um, usually you know, the, the boat sets sail and you have the first days at sea. Yeah. The first port is Nassau. So actually the very first day we have a stop. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And then the second day we're at sea. Okay. Well, you know you know me and for nickel and for dime. Tell me where to go, <laughs> boat. I'll go there. So if you haven't been on one of these cruises before, here's a, I mean, the, the performances are really cool. But that's only a small part of it. There are theme nights. Every Almost every night is a theme night. And Dane will announce later on the show all the theme nights for this year's cruise, including three that which previously not announced. There's Q&A sessions with the bands uh, and activities with them. Like you go like with a scotch tasting with Terry Nunn or you can like, uh, I don't know, assemble AM radios with Thomas Dolby. I have no idea. Yeah, you were going to program some old Moog synthesizers. Synthesizers? <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, that stuff is really cool because, you know, you go hear them and that's kind of what you're expecting is to go to a concert and hear them play their hits and, you know, kind of banter with you. But then, you know, on top of the bumping into them in the elevator, like we do from time to time, or having people ask us where the spa is, yeah. um, you get a chance for someone to actually ask some meaningful questions and they engage with that and answer. And those are, yeah. those sessions are great. And, you know, you think, you know, I'm on a cruise, this is going to be a vacation. We're so busy because you just see all the stuff that's stacked up for the day. You're like, what am I going to skip? Because there's all this stuff I want to do. Right. Right. Don't skip the trivia sessions. But no, you will. don't skip those. You're you jerks. Here's your horrible people. Your so, taste in podcasts is suspect. Brad and I will host five trivia sessions, and we have a good time with those. And we uh, fill them full of like video clues and TV song th- sing-alongs, and um, it, it's, it's a good time. And then, like of Steve course, a bad time. Grimace <laughs> yeah. shows up and scares me half to death. Yeah, you know the usual. Some people only go like I know. There's this one woman who comes on the on the cruise every year, and her husband comes and he spends like his entire time at the video game arcade, because they basically set up all the classic games on the ship, and you can sit there and play them for free. Yeah. So some people overdose on that, and then and then there's the one thing that I always thought was going to be kind of lame when I first heard about it, but now it's become my favorite thing: the VIP T-shirt party. <laughs> 
You just like the open bar, my friend. And so how it works is when you get on the ship, like when you book, you tell them what T-shirt size you wear. And you're like, okay, so I guess I'm getting a free T-shirt. And then right then, sure enough, when you get on the ship um, and you get into your cabin, it's laid out there right in front of you. And they're really nice shirts. So basically, like, Jesse's Girl, will be, which is a tribute band that comes on all the 80s cruises, and they're amazing. They'll be there performing totally open bar all throughout the, the pool deck. And then they're handing around all this amazing food. And, like, last year, Brad and I were like, how many, how many beers did we drink? I mean, in a like lot. In, a lot in, like, a, a very lot. short period of time. Yeah. And we were just, towards the end, like, that we, the, the hors d'oeuvres were just coming around. We were just like, ah, yeah, we, I'll we were just, just leave the tray, kid. <laughs> we were just going to town. And then I think I went and took a nice long nap after that. As, as did I. As did I. But, so, you know, so, hey, maybe it was vacation after all. <sighs> right, right. So basically you get to relax. You have the time of your life on one of the nicest cruise lines out there, uh, Celebrity, which is known for its you know service, food, and its wine. And seriously, I never sleep so well as when like I'm sleeping on a ship at sea. The, the rolling motion does something for me. Mm. Speaking of good night's sleep, we're so happy to announce that we have a new sponsor here at Stuck in the 80s. It's Casper, a sleep brand that has perfected the mattress and sells directly to consumers. That means the high retail markups are a thing of the past. Casper's in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It combines supportive memory foams for a sleep service that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Kind of like me, big guy. Uh, <laughs> and its breathable design helps you keep your cool all night. I'm telling you, nothing freaks me out more when I wake up in the middle of the night because I'm too warm. It's not a good thing, Steve. But here's the best part. Buying a Casper is risk-free. They have free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial. That's three months plus 10 days. Don't love your Casper? They'll pick it up and return everything. Casper has more than 20,000 reviews online with an average of 4.8 stars, so you know you're making the right call. And because you're a listener of Stuck in the 80s, you get a special deal, of course. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com and using the promo code RADICAL. $50 off. And you're doing me and Brad a favor, but you're also doing yourself a favor. Go to Casper.com and use the promo code RADICAL. I tell you, if they had Casper mattresses on the 80s cruise, life would be just about perfect. So tell me about the interview with Dane. Yeah, so Dane and I talked for like a half hour the other night. He lives in Las Vegas. And the most important thing I wanted to get out of him, I was like, you're not getting off the phone until you tell me what all the theme nights are because I have to go start going to eBay and Amazon ordering my goods. Yeah. Um, so I asked him about that. And then I solicited a bunch of questions from people on all the crew's Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. I told them I was talking to Dane, so they suggested questions. So I, I asked those as well. Nice. So first we'll have a quick conversation with Dane. Then we'll have the uh, magical mystery moment, the name that 80s tune, our trivia challenge. Uh, it's going to be a good day. And in the meantime, our interview with Dane Butcher. Hey, so we're so happy to have our old friend Dane Butcher, the cruise director for the 80s cruise, back on the podcast. How are you doing these days, Dane? Oh, man, I'm so good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Counting down the days till March. Yeah, it flies by, doesn't it? It does. And I actually have a question for you about that soon. But first, I want to warn you that uh, before we talk about the theme nights for this year's 80s cruise, um, I pulled many of the guests from previous 80s cruises, and I told them that we were talking tonight. So many of the questions I have for you are actually from those guests. But uh, I think they're really good questions. Are you ready? Oh, absolutely. That, that, that's fun. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. People really want to know what's like. They want to peek behind the curtain. 
And uh, so, so here are the questions, the burning questions that people have had for you over the last couple of years. Um, this is a good one because even I'm not sure I know the answer to this one. How much planning or man hours or how many months go into prepping for each uh, 80s cruise each year? Oh, wow. Good question. Um, in all honesty, about 12 months uh, because what we do is once we come off the cruise, we sort of do a recap. And even while we're on the cruise, we also make notes of what went really well, what worked and, and sort of, um, you know, what could have been improved and things like that. Uh, then we sort of get all of our collective notes together on actually looking at our schedule for the 2018 cruise right now. And we're, we're pretty much locked in with all the events, all the activities. We're just working with the artists now to get, you know, confirmation on, on all the events. Uh, but right now, for example, if we were to if we were to sail, let's say in two weeks, we'd be we'd be pretty ready. We uh, the great thing is with this much time up our sleeves, we can then really fine tune things. And with a, a canvas that's that's pretty painted, we can then go in over the next few months and tweak a lot of things. Or if we come up with something new, or we want to um, sort of uh, advance. Uh, and sort of escalate some of the events and activities, we can do that based on what we've already got in place. But, but yeah, we, we probably spend about, you know, 12 months, um, not every day, obviously, but we do spend, you know, about 12 months sort of getting everything together and, and ready. You mentioned dealing with the artists. Um, how much of a challenge is that? Because it seems like for, from the first two years of the cruise, like some artists like to perform both their shows in one night, others like to maybe do them on consecutive nights. I mean, how does that work? You know, it actually gets easier and easier every single year. And the reason is that once artists have been on, they talk to their friends, their colleagues and their co-workers and, and you know, people in the business. And it becomes easier for us because, for example, Terry Nunn's like huge advocate and, and she's out there talking to people and talking to artists and saying, oh, you love these guys and they're easy to work with and, and the fans are so great and, you know, the guests just have the best time and they're so respectful. So it becomes easier year after year after year. Um, and, we, you know, we become better friends with them as well um, as producers and, and, and programmers. Um, so it, it's not, you know, it, it is getting easier. There are artists that we've obviously not worked with that has never been on any of our cruises, not just the 80s cruise, but any of them in, in general. Um, and so we have to go through management and through agents and things like that. Um, but, you know, the, with the endorsement of, you know, people like Terry and, and, and uh, you know, and Tiffany and also all the VJs and things like that, it's just great that, you know, we've become great friends over the last couple of years and, and they really do help and endorse, you know, the cruise. And a lot of that really does have to do with, with the guests and how respectful and how great the, the guests and the fans are. That's, I mean, I, I wasn't joking when I, I say it on stage, but it is just the fans are just the most fun people. I, I get blown away. I, I get really taken aback and, and a little bit emotional at times just because it's so energetic and so, uh, so grateful and, and just genuinely nice people. Yeah. You mentioned Terry Nunn. I, uh, I saw her perform at Epcot Center here in Orlando a few, a few months after the cruise ended. And all the um, 80s cruisers who live in the Central Florida area all came together for that show and all wore their 80s cruise T-shirts. Oh, that's awesome. I told Terry ahead of time. I interviewed her a few weeks before the show, and I told her that we were going to be there. And she actually called us out during the middle of the show and then went on like a five-minute speech telling the whole audience how much how amazing the 80s cruise was. Uh, that's awesome. She's 
She's uh, just amazing. Before, uh, just a quick story, before this year's cruise, 2017, um, we hadn't had a chance to speak. I, I spoke to her manager and everything, and literally two days before, um, I was already on the ship, and, and she called me, and, and we spoke for about 20, 30 minutes. Um, and her real question was just asking about internet and, and sort of, you know, amenities on the ship. And I just thought, she's going to be such a great, great guest to have on the cruise not only as a performer but just as a you know uh, as a celebrity and it, it, i was you know i was 100 percent right that she was just amazing and uh you know the moment we asked her if she'd if she'd join us again she thought we were joking she was like you're kidding and she just <laughs> jumped it she's just the nicest i've got nothing but like the nicest things to say and and the, and the greatest respect for her i think she's amazing yeah, definitely, definitely. You mentioned when you were talking about post-gaming the cruises, talking about what you're going to tweak for the next year. Can can you give me some some tips ahead of time on what kind of tweaks you will have made from last year uh, before the 2018 cruise? Um, you know, some of it's about timing. Some of it is just purely about timing. Um, some of it is – and the timing also has to do, obviously, with the itinerary. Um, so, obviously, we've got new ports of call uh, that we're going to. Uh, which is great. Um, and we are still working through just a couple of the things. Uh, like the, the, uh, uh, Michael Knight, who did the Michael Jackson, he, he he's a great uh, George Michael tribute artist as well. So we're looking at tweaking that and maybe having him do something with someone else. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but just taking in some of the guest comments, I know that like, you know, when we talk about theme nights and things like that, like we've had some comments about the prom night people wanted you know, punch and sort of cheesy backdrops and things like that. Right. We're definitely going to put that into place. So oh, good. It's um, yeah, it, we'll, we'll do we'll do all of that sort of stuff. Um, and, and it's great listening to the guests and sort of taking you know into consideration, you know, their thoughts and and also what worked. And often things are things can't always be accommodated, um, you know, to every guest need. But but we, you know, we we do our best to try to make it all work. Now, usually the '80s cruise. I mean, you. Um, the ECP, the, the company that puts on the 80s cruise, they, they do a, a several 80, several cruises, several theme cruises before the 80s cruise. And usually the 80s cruise ends up being the last one. Is that going to be the same for 2018? Yes, it will be. Yep. So so when you get off at the end of the 80s cruise, you must be just completely, you know, drained of all energy. Yeah, it's kind of um, – I am, but I um – You've got to remember, and this is uh, this is a really hard thing to explain to people unless you've been on the cruise, and so you so you'll definitely appreciate it more so. But when you've got two thousand guests every single week that are so excited, they've saved up for twelve months, and they're there for the cruise, and they're there with their like-minded friends, and and you know, for lack of better terms, family. Um, there's just an energy and a vibe that, regardless if you are beat, you are just dead tired. They're going to pick you up. And I, you know, I was getting up on the 80s cruise at around 6, 6.30 every morning. I'd hop in the office, get a couple of hours work done before my meetings would start. And I just didn't feel tired, like I was not exhausted. And, you know, we were, we were partying and working right through until the wee hours and, and hitting it pretty hard. And that was the last week of about the seventh week in a row. Um, wow. But the energy of the guests and the fans, it, it really is hard not to feed off that. So how will things work differently this year? Because you've got Rick Springfield there as a host and a performer. Have you already – has that added – that's obviously added a few new wrinkles to it. 
Yeah, he's been great. He's been so accommodating. We've uh, got his schedule locked in, and and he's gonna um, he's gonna be out and about, and he's really excited as well. Um, gonna be doing some new things that uh, that are new to the '80s crews. I think new things that are new to him as well. Um, so right now, I mean, it's all sort of you know the jigsaw puzzles coming into into to play, and and it's all, all the all the pieces are fitting in. But you know, he'll be up there. He'll be. In late, for lack of better terms, in some ways, like um, I guess, like the MTV VJs, um, you know, Nina and Mark and Alan. Um, so he'll be out there hosting some stuff. You'll see him a lot more on stage, um, along with myself. So that'd be great. Um, yeah, and, and he's had some great ideas as to the program as well. So you, you'll see him quite a bit. It'll be kind of interesting to see his fan group, which I think are called like uh, the Rick's Chicks or something like that. I, I know they're, they've got to be filling up the cabins on this on this uh, on this voyage, but it'll be interesting seeing seeing that new demographic uh, mingle with the you know the people who've already been on the cruise for two years in a row. Yeah, you know what's interesting is it's kind of funny that you know if we have um, a lot of rockers on, then they sort of trend and, and tend to go in their direction and and then you you know you've you've really got the, the the pop 80s people on and then you've got people that really love the synth sounds and things like that so it'd be great it'd be uh i mean look at the end of the day i think everyone just comes together and i think regardless of of how much pop or how much rock or how much whatever i think it you know it all blends in really well we are doing um some you know more specific theme nights based on the music but i think uh I think it'd be great. I think that everyone will sort of just come together like, like the last two years and, uh, and, you know, be that, like, you know, that band camp, that family. Yeah. Well, you've, you've mentioned it and I've teased to it. So it's, I think it's time to officially uh, talk about the theme nights. Um, we know the first night is a green theme because it's St. Patty's day, right? The eighties cruise goes green. That's right. Yeah. And I know there's a glam rock night and a prom night because you've reviewed those online already. Correct. Okay. So, so we're going to get, you know, we're going to repeat a couple too. We're going to do our Back to the 80s night, which um, it just goes without being said, you know, from the, the crimped hair to the to the members only jackets, the skinny ties, the spandex, the, you know, you can be a dweeb, you can be preppy, you can be a rocker, whatever you like. Um, that is that is really going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, we said the, the green night. So I'm really looking forward to that because being St. Patrick's Day is a big party night already. And I've seen that our guests, our 80s cruise guests, party like nobody else. So I, I'll be curious to see as people come on on the the gangway, um, how green they are. <laughs> and we'll have you know everything from you know dueling piano to the you know to pub crawls to games to Irish rock music to um, you know green beer. I mean we're gonna have green beer, so it is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Our glamtastic night, it, it's interesting because people were, you know, well, the rock wasn't as glam, but it, it can be glam or it can just be rock. You know, there's so many just incredible rock bands um, out there. And then some of them did have the big hair and the spandex and the, and you know, and they were glam. Like, so we we want to see what that brings out. I think that'd be fun. But that's going to be a real sort of um, a real rock night, you know, big hair, loud guitar riffs, things like that. So that'd be fun. Good. We cannot... There's no way we could not do a neon beach party. Uh, it is oh, yes. hands down like just the most incredible party I think I've ever seen in all my years of cruising. I don't think I've seen as much color. And 
you know what was most amazing to me on this last cruise was that there was guests that had brought on like hundreds of glow sticks and paint and they were like walking around handing them out like like we had paid them to and they weren't they just they brought on all these extra glow sticks and stuff that they were just giving out to other guests and and they were painting faces and i thought it was incredible you did you enjoy that night you, you know what's funny about neon beach night um the first cruise back in 2016 that was one of the nights where i said you know what i'm just <clears throat> i don't think i'm going to participate in this night's I, uh, theme. I think I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to have fun, but I'm not going to dress up in neon. And I immediately regretted it that night because everybody just really embraced it. So this mm-hmm. last year, this last year, I spent a false, a small fortune on stuff for neon beach party. You know, I had a glow in the dark Hawaiian shirt. I had a special stuck in the eighties neon visor. I had neon glasses. I had the whole works. I mean, I, I, I think that's one of those ones that you might be tempted to skip out on it if you haven't been to one yet. And then once you go, you're like, oh, my God, I totally get it. Yeah, it's it's hands down the – because you will stand out if you're not in something neon. Like, it's exactly. The one, it's the one party I think you'll stand out if you're not in costume. Right, I agree. Uh, as I said, we've got our prom night and – you know, we are gonna we are gonna, you know, mix it up a bit and we are gonna have our punch and we are gonna you know, our fruit punch and things like that. Uh and those cheesy backdrops. Now I've gotta rely on, you know, all of our uh, American team because I never went to prom. So we didn't do that in Australia. Oh no. <laughs> so, no, no, no. So I gotta uh I gotta rely on them to figure out what the uh you know, what the backdrops and all that sort of I I've seen a lot, so I I'm sure they'll be able to, to get it all together. Where are we at? Uh, oh, and then we're bringing back, which was by popular demand, and I we would have got shot if we didn't, our pop icon night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you had to. You have to. Well, yeah, we couldn't not. It was like there was so – those costumes, when that guy was Max Hedrum and, and brought the TV, he brought a TV <laughs> on the ship. I know. I know. And not just, a flat screen. I, I mean, know. we're talking an old school TV. It was amazing. It was, I it was, was like dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think people really brought. I mean, this last year blew. I mean, is I thought it was hard to top the first year when it came to the to the movie costumes, but they did it. I mean, the guy who went the full Teen Wolf, um, the person who was dressed up as Morris Day, um, the girls who came dressed as the Go Go's from the Vacation video. Oh my God! Just the little it details. Was, yeah, I didn't know. I honestly did not know where to look and. Thank goodness that we have, you know, Amanda, amazing photographer and her team out there taking photos because my camera would have been like just chock-a-block. There's no way I would have fit everybody's photo on there. There was just that many amazing costumes. You kind of like, you kind of think, what are, what are these people going to do next year? Like, yeah. do you have your, do you have your uh, costumes? Because uh, yeah. you, you spend some time getting them ready too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I spend, that's why I wanted to know what the theme nights were as soon as possible so I could start, you know, hammering away at eBay. Um no, I, I, I don't know what my pop icon night is. I, I thought about dressing up as Hunter S. Thompson because the movie uh, Where the Buffalo Roam is an 80s movie. But it's kind of obscure. I don't think anybody's going to get it. So Yeah, look, I, you know, I did Labyrinth and that was pretty obscure. Oh, I know, but that was perfect. Um, you know what you should do? You should let me and Brad judge the costume contest. That way we don't have to put any pressure on ourselves to come up with good outfits. <laughs> I like that. We do it. You, you want us to do it sometime, you let us know because we would totally get into that. I like that idea. 
So, um, get you guys out of doing it too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Tell, tell me about it. Um, I stress out over that more than anything else. Um, <laughs> speaking of your costumes, the one question I was asked most often by people when I said I was going to talk to you was they want to know where you get your amazing outfits from. <laughs> That's so funny. Thank you. Um, I look, some of them, some of them I like personally designed and I, I, there's a, a great lady here um uh judy that that makes some of my costumes and then um uh, yeah I, I look i was born on halloween so my <laughs> mind is not a normal mind and so i uh i just sort of come up with things and but, but i get them made out here in in vegas and i just sort of i look online and i figure out kind of what i want and how elaborate i can go and then i design it and and she goes out and gets the material and everything and 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 knocks it out. I, I know you're not going to spoil it for me and tell me um, what you're going as this year, but have you already decided on what you're going as? Or is has the work begun? I'm close. I'm close to to both. Close to deciding, and if if it is what I want, then um, the work's sort of somewhat in play already. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I can't wait to I know see. That's every a bit year. vague, but yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I didn't, I didn't think you'd top Labyrinth, but uh, you managed to do it every year. So we'll see. Eventually, <laughs> eventually you're going to come up dry. You're going to be calling call all Spearsy here saying, hey, I need some hints. I know. I know. That's when I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to judge the contest now. <laughs> well, that's fine. So let um, me ask you, what, what's, what's one of your uh, most memorable things about, about the cruise? You know, If you um, had to pick one. That's funny because I, I had that question in there for you as well. Um, I, 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 like everybody else, was bowled away with Berlin last time. The whole idea of like an 11 o'clock show, open seating in the main, you know, the main showroom. And here comes this band that just has so much um, charisma and energy. And they roll through their set. You know, it's like after midnight, we're all still there. We're all on our feet. And she's been carried around twice. And now she's launching into ACDC's Highway to Hell. That... That's pretty. That's a pretty high point. I don't know if that can ever be topped. So, what about you? What, what do you, if you look back in the first two years? What, what's your, what's the, what's the one thing that you, you keep coming back to? You know, it's hard to say. It, it's not a particular show. It's not a particular game show. Although the game shows were really funny this year, and some of the responses from the audience, I there was one that I laughed at that I. What's interesting is the crew always try to make me laugh while I'm on stage, and they, they're never able to do it. And this year, a guest answered, and you may have been in the audience, and if not, then we'll have to talk offline. But a guest uh, responded with one of my, to one of my questions in the Newlywed game, and I laughed so much. I didn't think I'd be able to finish the game. Um, <laughs> but I, I honestly think the, the parties, I love the, the hip-hop versus rock afternoon where everyone just got up and and had fun there um i like the you know the beach olympics that we did um but i think overall i i just love i love walking around the ship and talking to guests and just hearing what a great time they're having and just seeing that just seeing the smiles on their faces just it's it's hard to describe and it, it may sound corny it may sound cheesy but it really is the for me it's the most gratifying and and uh at you know at times we're like really emotional um uh, part of the cruise i just i i thrive on it i think it's it's worth every little uh ounce of you know 
aggravation for 12 months and, and frustration when you're trying to get things done and, and you can't. Um, and then it all comes together and just seeing that, you know, just seeing the satisfaction from the guests and just them enjoying themselves. And they're the nicest guests. I mean, I've, I've said that before and people might think I'm, you know, trying to be nice or trying to be cheesy or whatever. I'm not. I, I wouldn't say it otherwise. Yeah. I just think that our guests are just the nicest guests. They have the, the, the best time. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we can't wait for March. Can't get here soon enough. Um, I know you're probably already thinking a little bit about 2019 even, but uh, we're all focused on March 2017. Yeah. And, and look, if, if there's more questions from, uh, from guests out there, keep them coming. I'd be more than happy to hop back on and chat again as we get closer to the cruise and, and uh, release a few more little details about what we're going to do. Sounds great, Dan. Thanks. Man, thanks so much. Take, take care. Talk to you soon. So what do you think? Is it possible to be looking more forward to the cruise now after talking to Dane? Well, I'm really sad you didn't use my question. I really wanted to know some of the specifics of the engines on the boat. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. I, I, not weird. I, I, it's a challenge in my mind that they're going to be serving green beer on uh, St. Patrick's uh, Day. That's such a rookie move. I can't believe they're doing that. <laughs> Just green, green cocktail drinks would be fine by me. <laughs> Amateur night, a.k.a. Oh, you're such a drink snob. Just get over it. We can't all be having gin giblets every night. What? That's not even a drink. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. Gin giblets? Is that what it is? Yeah, giblets are what you make gravy out of. Yeah. I don't understand why you'd put giblets or gin and lime juice. (laughs) So, okay. So, here's the theme nights then to make sure we're clear. So, the uh, the first night that we're on the ship, it's St. Paddy's Day. So, hence the 80s cruise goes green. So, we're going to have to figure out some sort of green outfit that's not Ninja Turtles. And I'm not painting myself up to look like the Jolly Green Giant. Although, it's a thought. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I had it all queued up. Green Giant. I was going to be Little Sprout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about Little Sprout. That actually might work. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, it worked better if you were like four foot five instead of are you, six. Are you seven. wearing the required uniform, Steve? <laughs> so there's so there's that night. I'm sure. I'm sure the second night I'll probably be um, back to the '80s night. Yeah, that's always fun. You get to basically everyone just kind of dresses up with like an '80s fashion, right? Basically, what you pop your collar, right? Yeah, you know. Actually, I'm wearing my boat shoes from two years ago today as we record this. Yeah, They're very comfortable. There'll be a glam rock night. That's one of the new ones. Yeah, I'm really baffled on what to do about that because I I don't want to yeah. wear a wig. I'm counter programming. <laughs> sometimes you just go the opposite way. Um, yeah, sometimes punk- you just say I'm going punk. I'm going punk. Get the safety pins. We're doing this. Yeah, neon beach party. Which, like I said during the interview, I never thought that would be like a a hot event, but it is. And it's fun. I really yeah. had fun dressing up for that last year. Uh, prom night. And uh, Pop Icon Night, which is, to me, the night of nights, because that's when you have your your movie costume or your TV costume. Or, uh, yeah, you really see the creativity start to stretch oh, on that night. Yeah, it's like, and last year, which, you know, finally, like, you you took it to another level last year with by dressing up as uh, Alan Hunter and the, and the rest yeah. of the MTV VJs. I mean, you just blew it out of the door. People were stopping me and asking for my photo because I was dressed up as John Candy, the security guard in Wally World. Yeah, it was so uh, good. So good. That was good. But still, there were people out there that were like 10 times more clever than we were. So we've got nine months to to them. 
Yeah, yeah we've got like eight or nine months now to figure this out. And I, I got to admit, I'm starting at zero. I don't know that I have any idea right now what I'm going to do. Yeah, my friend Miles and I went and saw um, Live and Let Die, the theater, the other night. It was a special screening. Uh, yeah. You know, it's Roger Moore's first Bond movie. And, you know, okay, so it's a little rapey. But uh, <laughs> what James Bond movie isn't? Um, the uh, It gave me the idea, well, maybe Katie and I should dress up as, like, James Bond and one of the Bond girls. But the choices from the 80s are not great. Yeah. So, And I thought, you know, then I get another, I get a second use, like, double dip on the tuxedo. Oh, didn't think about that. But uh, I don't think it's going to work. Well, your first ideas are always good, but then it's the final idea you settle on that always blows people away. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Last year's Stripes idea was inspired, except you can't actually get those fatigues anymore. Yeah. I know. God. Was Who knew? One, anyway. There's one thing that you can always count on every year. You know what that is? The, the seggies. What's up? happening hot stuff ah by the sound of the gong it must be time for mystery movie moment for some reason i can never say it unless i'm looking at it that says mmm and i can sit here and bumble it for like 20 minutes or i can just sit there and stare at it and say it oh god my life is so screwed up uh anyway (laughs) this is (laughs) this is that segment that we always do that nobody complains about where we uh play a snippet of a movie from the 80s and if you get it right you're entered into the drawing for swag and the big news this week forget the interview with dane butcher the dane butcher interview was like it's important but the big news this week is what brad i actually went to the post office and mailed about i don't know five or six months worth of winners wow yeah (laughs) people standing behind uh, you at the post office were pissed well, I went to the little self-service kiosk, but yeah, it was oh, like, okay. would you like to buy another one? Yes. Is it your packaging? Yes. Does it weigh this? Yes. What's the zip code? You know, just... Oh, my God. How long did that take? Uh, I don't know. Maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes. 20 minutes? If you'd said two hours, I would have thought you were kidding me. No. It anyway. Didn't, I mean, you just... I printed all... I, this is fascinating. I know. You print it all out, <laughs> and I took it over to the table and put all the stickers on everything, and then I put it in the thing. And I had a couple international ones. And those I wasn't sure about, so I went to the counter for those, and they're like, oh, no, those boxes are too small. You can't send those international. So i got to get some padded envelopes or something to get uh, Dave Featherston and the outlaw Steve McGlaim theirs. Yeah, yeah. This episode, by the way, brought to you by the U.S. Postal Service. Mail it in just 20 <laughs> minutes anywhere in the world. Pay attention. Here was the clip from our last show. You're a heterosexual. And a damn good one. Yes, that's summer school. I thought more people would get this. Yeah, me too. This is a movie that, again, I don't think it gets name-checked that much, but I think everybody remembers it. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I know I didn't use one of the more obvious lines, yeah. but still. I know I've used this movie before because we were, we've done 412 episodes. i got to start. <laughs> gonna be some- Mark Harmon's going to come up <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, once or twice for sure. Anyway, read the winners. Winners this week include Kevin Pipe Winch, Andy Winkle, Silvio in Winter Springs, Doug Trevors, Donald Bonomo, Brock in North Dakota, and Bart in Lyles. So it's so cool to see uh, Kevin Winch's name there. We uh, started running um, some of his Lost and Found articles again this week. I hope he comes back and starts writing them regularly because I really, really enjoy those. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. Hey, what's the matter? Haven't you guys ever seen anybody from the planet Vulcan before? If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. 
Ah, uh, the mystical refrain that is name that eighties tune. This is the segment that nobody likes anymore, but that's okay. Um, no, nah, they, they yeah, tolerate. Stop writing in, then you big <laughs> bunch of complainers. Come up with something else. We've been doing this show forever. I've been going to this high school for seven and a half years. I'm no dummy. Uh, anyway, I'm really starting to lose it tonight. We we never we never we're recording this on a Thursday night. It's been raining for the last five hours. We're just on the edge, and I'm just I'm really edgy tonight. We're catching Spearsy at a rare time, folks. This is great. You know, yeah, it's like we don't we don't get the Spearsy all the time. <laughs> it's between awake time and drinky time and sleepy time. It's a very tight window. <laughs> it's, it's very short. Very short. Talk faster. Okay. <laughs> anyway, pay attention. Here was the clip from our last show. That's Hearts on Fire by John Cafferty. Oh, my God. Rocky Four montage. That's what I need right now. That would, like, get me, you know, my voice back on track and uh, a little bit of Rocky montage. Do you see that news the other day that um, Sylvester Stallone's working on a script that might involve the son of Apollo Creed fighting the son of Ivan Drago? So stupid. Oh, my Is God. That, that's as stupid as <laughs> – what, what are you going to do when you – They've done thirty-five Rocky movies. You got that say- said. That said, I, the last you know Creed, and the last one was a really good movie. So I know. Maybe, I you know, maybe they're going to actually do something okay. No, I I, I have faith. I it's have just faith. you know. Hey, it's, if if nothing else, it's social media. It's fodder. Yeah, 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 it's water. It's, it's my place. It's my place to poo-poo. That's never happening. Give me a yeah. break. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Bring back Ivan Drago. Uh, read some of the winners too before you before we lay upon any more love upon the drag. This list of names will break me. <laughs> winners this week include Russell Scott, David Larson, Tim and Toadsuck, Irish Dave in Orlando, Sean Fitzgerald, Alan Titus, Andy in St. Paul, Dave Augie August, Todd Cunningham, Mr. Aaron Carpenter, Knuck and Callie, Billy and Paducah, Aaron S. in Burn to be British Columbia and Super Steiner Brothers in New Jersey, who says, cue the training montage. Ding, ding. <laughs> okay, Brad, use your roided up body and spin the wheel. Oh, well, first I got to run up a couple of snowy hills, <laughs> but okay, here we go. <laughs> oh my God. That is a great montage though. Seriously. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Man versus machine. I think we talked about... um, I like the fact that this wheel is spinning forever so that we can actually talk about other stuff. (laughs) It really is amazing. The roids are really kicking in. I'm telling you, I want to do a whole show just on best montage songs of the 80s. And this this one's going to win, but that's beside the point. Um, Oh, look. The wheel's finally finally slowing down. Um, And uh, Aaron Carpenter, you are this week's uh, magical winner. So email us your uh, snail mail address, and Brad will go down to our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. The good news is you won. The bad news is, yeah, it's six months before I send out another batch. So <laughs> hey, it's okay. I gotta have a I gotta have a first address on that list. Well, now I have a system. I got the boxes. Okay, it'll it'll go a little quicker. Pay attention. Here is the mystery tune for this week. 
If you know it, again, email us at SIT. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> at SIT80s.com. People still send stuff to, to SIT80s at gmail.com. But, um, I'm sure they do. You risk being ridiculed on the show for that. Podcast at SIT80s.com. And tune in next week to find out if you're a winner. In the meantime, it's time for the commercial break. Here's two good friends. Tonight is kind of Hey, whoa, who camps the back there? Guys, after three days of nothing but fish, I vote for a change in the menu. It's our last night. It's my boat. <laughs> All right, so where are we going? I know a guy down here that serves up a really good steak and a terrific low and brown. When you want the taste of a truly great American beer, tonight, let it be low and brown. You guys have any luck today? And we're back, and we figured, uh, let's try something a little different this time. We've been talking about the 80s cruise, and like we've said many times before, Brad and I handle the trivia sessions for that. And we have received, dare I say, um, some terse notes. Some constructive criticism about how difficult said questions might be. So I'm going to use three questions. I'm going to tell you three questions right now that we're going to use on the next cruise. So, And I may use them at 80s in the sand in Punta Cana. In fact, I guarantee you I'm going to use them for that too. So we're going to play along at home, shall we? Oh, boy. And you can tell us. If you want to email any answers, I'm telling you, don't Google them. Don't cheat. But Don't if Google you email it, Steve. In, if you email in all three answers, um, we will throw your name into the mix for the swag as well. How about that? That's swagalicious. Um, it is. Question number one. In the 1980 movie Caddyshack, name the country club where most of the action takes place. Not where it was shot at. I mean, the name of the fictional country club. Right. We don't care what color clear, the outer was. It was parked in the yeah, spot. Don't care that you grew up like two blocks away from it was filmed and it was called, you know, Fair Oaks Country Club. No. The movie name. Brad, read question number two. Oh, oh I get to do number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. On the album 1984, Michael McDonald co-wrote one song with the rest of Van Halen. Name that song, Spearsy. Name it. Claim it. Make it your own. I did not know the answer to this. I'm looking at the answer right now, but I did this not know this. This is a great trivia question. I didn't either. There's so many hardcore Van Halen fans. Curtis Langclose out there. Oh, He'll yeah. get this one right. He'll get, I, but that's, he's, I mean, that's the trick, right, is to is to have stuff that appeals to like right. the hardcore minor group for that. Well, that's topic. what I thought when I wrote them. But then everyone's like, no, I don't know what this is. Like, this is the one that everyone's going to whine about. They're going to whine about this question. Well, they Curtis can will just, get it right, but nobody else will get it right. They but, can but come on over here and smooch my big old white butt. <laughs> Pucker up, buttercup. Uh, question number three. It's a TV question. We gave you one movie, one music, now one TV. Much like life, diversity appreciated. Mm. Um, final question. The Facts of Life was a spinoff show of what other popular 80s series? Bum, bum, bum. It was Blue Thunder, wasn't it? Blue Thunder. <laughs> it wasn't Alien Nation. <laughs> Oh, my God. So there they are. Those are the three questions. Um, you'll hear them again if you're on the sh- ship with us or if you're in Putacana with me and uh, Debbie Foreman. Send us the answers. Don't cheat. 
Triple T. Yeah. If you don't know him, or if you say, hey, it was on the tip of my tongue, you know what? I'll probably still throw your name in the, in the lot for, uh, for Swag because you were honest. And honestly, I'm invoking the 80s important. Nation honor code. <laughs> but I haven't heard that forever. But I remember on the first 80s cruise, we played this theme song and everyone sang along. So why not end the show with it? Don't forget, if you are thinking about going to 80s cruise, we have a promo code. The promo code is STUCK. It will save you $1,000 or more on your cabin. Just go to www.the80scruise.com or email us for questions. That's what we love. We love email. We sit around all day just messaging each other because we have nothing else to do. That's true. And in, the, in the meantime, Brad and myself and Dane Butcher, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.